Hello, welcome to the Inner Work Conversation. I'm Nikki Cross and I'm giving you a bit of a different intro before we dive into today's episode. If you haven't already registered your interest to my new programme, Do The Thing, which is launching in the second week of January 2022, now is your chance. Anyone on the waitlist before the 1st of January will receive a special email from me on the 1st with a very generous offer. Inside Do The Thing, you define what you want and together we make it happen. You get access for life, which means access to all future updates. This is for the person who's seen a glimpse of what is on the other side of their fears. They know deep down what they want. They do. They pretend they don't, but they do. It's easier that way. It's easy to pretend that you don't know. You're confused because if you're confused, then you get to not take action. You get the false benefit of staying still in the known discomfort instead of stepping into the unknown discomfort of doing the thing. Doing the thing is for you if you know deep down that there is a thing that you want to do, be or have, but the thing that is in your way is actually yourself. Do the thing won't just help you do the thing. It will change how you approach all things that you want to have, do or be forever if you like. The link to register your interest is in the show notes of this episode or head over to my website which is www.tlb.org uk and click on do the thing and with that let's dive into today's episode Hello and welcome to the last episode of 2021 I was about to name this episode the hardest year of my life and as I started preparing this episode and writing a few bullet points about things that I wanted to make sure I mentioned and all that kind of stuff I thought wow that is a huge disservice to this year. That is a huge disservice to myself. And that doesn't mean that this hasn't been the hardest year of my life. It has. And I'm going to be really honest about that. And I'll give you a little bit of detail as to why. But one of the gifts that recording a podcast episode gives you is you have to give them a title. And in giving this episode a title, I then realised that that title was a reflection on how I was seeing this year. And I get to choose whether I see this year as the hardest year of my life or whether I get to choose to see it as the year that I coped with things that I didn't think I'd be able to handle. And diving in straight there, that is my first invitation to you, is I want you to think about your own reflection of 2021 and how you are welcoming in 2022 and how you choose to remember things. This isn't about being happy, clappy, positive. This isn't about not seeing things for what they are, but this is about remembering that we get to choose how we perceive things and how we remember things and our involvement in them. So to give you a bit of context on this year, you've all experienced it too. It's been a fucking hard year. The pandemic that we probably all thought was gonna have well blown over by now is still going on and so much more. So much more is going on out in the world that causes so much inner turmoil, so many ramifications on life and in business in terms of who we get to see, when we get to see them, arguments about vaccinations, not vaccinations, awful news happening, all of the noise and the stuff I think has caused many of us to really question our place in the world and how we feel and relationships that we once thought were so strong 
that were then torn apart a little bit by not being able to respect and love each other when we disagree on important things. And I don't know anyone who has escaped some part of all of that. And then I think about for me personally, I genuinely thought 2017 was the hardest year of my life, which is, as you probably know, when I lost my mum. But actually this year has been really tough, as well as running the business and being a mum and a wife and myself to myself. Many of you know that I've also slowly been losing my dad to dementia. And I actually don't know when this episode is released. I don't know if he's still going to be with us or not. Um, and for those of you who've experienced being a carer, which is what, which is what I now acknowledge that I was, and I didn't realise, <laughs> I didn't realise that I was one. Um, but I, I now recognise that for the first six months at least for 2021, me and my sister were full time carers as well as having full time jobs and all the rest of it. And when you're dealing with someone with dementia, that is a full time job. <laughs> <laughs> especially if they are a wanderer, which my dad was. So with all of that, and also navigating a new business, I'm in year two of Thrive Life and Business, I don't want to call 2021 the hardest year of my life. I don't actually want that. What I want is to call 2021 the year that I was most proud of myself. And many of you might feel triggered by that. Many of you might be like, oh God, because you have been conditioned to feel like being proud of yourself and acknowledging your wins and the progress that you did make and all of that. There might be times when you were a child that you were told, don't show off, don't be full of yourself, don't overshadow them. And there might also be a thing inside of you that thinks, well, she might be proud of herself, but wait for the other shoe to drop. And this is a concept that Gay Hendricks talks about in The Big Leap, great book, by the way, which is not being able to really celebrate those wins, not hold those positive emotions about what we did well, about what we achieved, simply because feeling that level of joy can feel quite vulnerable. It can feel like waiting for the other shoe to drop. If I feel good about this, something bad might happen and bring me back down. You know, that kind of thing. And this is where I wanna start the episode because for many of us, we find it really hard to be proud of ourselves. And I know this because I work with my Thrive Together members and my one-to-one -one clients very closely in acknowledging their own wins. And I know that the majority of people do not find it easy to acknowledge their wins. A lot of us unconsciously feel that that's massively unnecessary. And then the second reason that I hear a lot why we don't wanna feel proud of ourselves, we don't wanna acknowledge the wins, is because yeah, you know, I achieved that, but it might not last, but it might have been a fluke. But do you see? Do you see that in yourself? And because we're all human, we want to stay away from feelings that feel icky. So, <laughs> so acknowledging your wins and acknowledging where you might be able to be really fucking proud of yourself might not be your natural go-to. We resist it. But if I was to ask you this, if I was to ask you, if you entered 2021, knowing that you'd be met with the challenges that you have been met with, would you have thought that you'd be able to have dealt with them? Or would you have thought, shit, what am I gonna do? I'm not gonna be able to cope with that. Because I certainly would. If someone had have told me when that clock struck midnight <laughs> on the 1st of January, 2021, if someone had have told me what was coming up in the upcoming year, I probably would have wanted to build a bunker and go and sit in it for, <laughs> for, for 12 months. And 
I want you to reflect on that too. Just pause the episode for a moment and just think about the challenges that you've been faced with, the adversity that you've been faced with this year and how you have met those challenges and how you've met that adversity and where you can give yourself grace. Where can you stop for a moment and actually go, you know what? I did myself proud there. And I did others proud there. And this is not the same, by the way, as saying that you don't feel there's room for improvement and improvement without judgment is a lovely mechanism of growth. But this is about acknowledging where you did do a good job, where you did become more of who you are, where you persevered, where you gave yourself the opportunity to grow, where you made the right choice over the easy one, where you invested in yourself. And for all of you listening to this episode, I urge you at some point, acknowledge your wins from the year, the micro wins, and the ones that you see as significant. Because it's in my own reflection that I can see that yes, this has been a difficult year, but it has also helped me to grow and to serve myself and to serve others in ways that I could never have imagined. I could never have written. Like, you just couldn't write it. So I've got a list, I'm gonna read it, and I'm gonna invite you to do the same. But I hope that in sharing my own list, that that helps you too. I know for my Thrive Together members especially, I know that sometimes it takes for hearing someone else talk about their adversity and their challenges and their wins to help you recognise your own. They are quite personal and I'm sharing them with you in the hope, like I say, that it helps you to reflect and recognise yours as well. First thing, 2021 has helped me to learn how to truly tap into a concept that I've already talked about in the podcast, which is thrive first. It's about not basing your self-care, your positive self-talk, or anything else that helps you to thrive, to not base those things on conditional external things that are outside of you. I hear so many people like, yeah, well, I will rest when I finish that project. I will rest when my to-do list is ticked off. I will celebrate myself when I've achieved the thing. I'll book in that photo session for my business when I've lost the weight. Or (laughs) there are so many ways that we hold off thriving based on something that is conditional and external to us. And so the first thing that I can see about 2021 is that it's helped me to grow that within myself. It's helped me to see that in order for me to be of service to others, which is something that is a deep, deep passion of mine, you know that, (laughs) that's been my career, is being of service to others and their growth. But in order for me to do that, I need to thrive first. I cannot serve people from an energetically clean space for them to feel genuinely like they are not putting on me in any way, shape or form unless I am thriving first. Share something with you here. I actually had a conversation with one of my friends not long ago, a couple of weeks ago, and she asked me, you know, how's it been coaching other people whilst you've been dealing with something really heavy yourself? And it made me realise something that I haven't actually consciously thought about. I have doubled down on my own inner care because I never want to hold space for any of my clients or any of my Thrive Together members from a place of feeling depleted, from a place of carrying the energy that is going on in my life into their space that I hold for them. It also made me realise I don't actually take anyone's energy on. When my clients bring their stuff to their sessions, I don't take that energy on. 
So what that means, it's so beautifully clear because what that means is they get to offload, but the space that is held for them isn't me absorbing that energy. That's not me taking on their challenges and adversity and emotions and, and healing. That's me holding space for them to do that for themselves. And honestly, this year and what I have been through personally has helped me to become a better coach. It really has. And that whole Thrive First concept, which is something you're going to see a lot more of in 2022, I won't say any more on that for the minute, living that has helped me to navigate some really fucking tricky situations. The second thing that this year has helped me with is it's helped me to grow my skill of discernment. Discernment is a skill. That's the first thing that I want to say. Discernment is a skill. It's being able to use your senses and your judgment and your inner guidance system to make nuanced decisions based on a scenario that you're presented with quite quickly. And because in business, you do have to make a lot of choices. Even daily, you have to make choices about where you're spending your time and energy, what you're saying yes to, what you're saying no to. This year has massively helped me to grow my skill of discernment. And it's made me more able to enter a situation and assessing and and calling on my own inner wisdom quite quickly based on my framework of what's important. That's an important point. What is your framework of what's important to you? And that gets to change as you grow and as you navigate your life. So for me this year, with it being a difficult year, my inner framework of what is important to me, at the top of that list is my inner peace. At the top of that list is my inner peace. I remember prior to 2021, my energy in terms of discernment, it was a little bit all over the place. And what I noticed when I've reflected is I would get involved in situations that really weren't mine. I take on energy that did not belong to me. I could give you so many examples, literally from watching television programs and the news all the way through to conversations about vaccines and things that are going on in the world. I would take on the energy that didn't belong to me. And being in conversations where the sole agenda that everyone has is to convince everyone else that they're right. When you actually approach these discussions and approach these situations, whatever they are, with a sharp skill of discernment and a strong priority list and framework of what is important to you, what it helps you to do is actually on the inside, think about, do I wanna say yes to this situation or no? Do I wanna take on this energy or not? What is my priority? And there have been so many situations I can think of this year that based on that framework, that inner framework, it's allowed me to go, yeah, I I see that, but I'm not gonna get involved in it. Yeah, I can see that that's a discussion, but actually my inner peace is more important than it. There might be things that have come up in business, for example, this year, and maybe previously I'd have given those things a lot of my time and energy, whereas this year I've been like, okay, what what would be my reaction to that thing if the thing that I was prioritizing the most is my inner peace? How would I react then? And it's helped me to be led by that. And having that skill of discernment has helped me to tap into what's important before I let my energy get involved in something that actually doesn't belong to me or isn't important to me. Okay, so the third thing, by the way, there's five things. I forgot to mention that. (laughs) The third thing is this year has helped me to become a walking testimonial for my own work. I think it would be easy to assume that if you're a coach, then you're, you know, people say it all the time, like your life can be transformed by coaching. I don't agree with that. 
life happens and if you are someone like me who is always growing, always evolving, is committed to that, then it's not gonna be easy all of the time. And therefore, I suppose it's easy to assume that if you are a coach, then these things, this shit doesn't happen. Like I remember doing a poll on Instagram and one of the things that came, not a poll, a question box, one of the things that came out the most was, an assumption is that you have your shit together. And I think that is because I am a walking testimonial for my own work. Life has happened big time to me this year. And so my coaching game has stepped up in terms of how I help my own clients deal with fear and adversity and challenges. But because I have had to double down on dealing with my own adversity and challenges and fear. And that has helped me so much because it allows me to see past the figures, past the vanity metrics. Vanity metrics being how many listens the podcast is getting, how many subscribers I have, how many people follow me on Instagram, how many likes I've got, all of the shit. Let's say you were trying to lose weight and people say, don't they, the scales don't tell the full story. Well, this is exactly the same as that. And I actually really saw this. I remember January 2021, I started to learn this in a big way because I think by that point I'd released 13, 14 podcast episodes. And honestly, they were fine, but the uptake wasn't massive. The figures didn't tell a pretty story. And had I have just looked at the evidence, the information that I had available to me, the vanity metrics, and made a decision from there, I wouldn't be speaking to you today. I probably would have stopped at around episode 20. But here we are, 60 episodes in, and I now see it goes way beyond the figures. It goes way beyond how many people listened, how many subscribers I have. This is what I mean by becoming a testimonial of my own work. Some of the things that you may not see that go on behind the scenes are that we all share similar challenges. You know, for some of us, we didn't get that promotion in work. For others, we didn't earn what we wanted to earn. For others, we didn't get as many podcast listens or engagement in our social media channels. Whatever the goals are, I think it's easy to look around and think that everyone else is having a great time and you are not. And it's really important in those times that you are able to see past what your current reality is and not focus on what has happened and not pour all of your energy into, oh, well, that didn't go as great as I thought it would. That didn't meet my expectation. What must that mean about me? And go down that lane, but instead seeing a fork in the road and being able to see, well, this may well be my current reality. What do I want my future reality to be? That's what I mean when I say that this year's helped me become a walking testimonial for my own work, because to be honest, year two in business hasn't been any easier than year one (laughs) it's not it's just the challenges are different it's very similar to like when I think back to when my little boy was a baby you know when they're a newborn it's fucking hard but then when they're a toddler it's still hard it's just the challenges are different it's not easier or harder it's just different and that's why the inner work is so important because it doesn't matter what stage in your life you're at And it doesn't matter what your goal is. It doesn't matter if you want to start a business or quit your job or lose weight or be kinder to yourself or anything. It doesn't matter. All that matters is that you learn how to navigate the external world by honouring your internal world. And because of me becoming a walking testimonial for my own coaching services, what this has then brought on is my fourth point, which is 
it's helped me to put more responsibility on my clients for their transformation, for their own transformation. And on this one, I know that that might sound like, what? <laughs> you, you're putting more on them? Yes. Yes, I am. Not more as in more work or more time, more responsibility. This is because what I now see is through my own pain and through my own challenges and adversity, through my own growth that I have learned this year more than ever is that you can read all the books, you can join the masterminds or the programs, you can sign up to the courses or listen to the podcasts. <laughs> but true transformation is not in the doing. It's not in the reading, it's not in the attending, it's not in the watching or the listening, it's in the being. It's in the what do you do when you have the opportunity to just be? What do you think when it's only you and your own thoughts? And what I've learned about myself is because I am my own transformation, that will be the same the whole way through life, regardless of what I choose to do or not do. And that is the same for you too. Within each of us, there is a wisdom and any good coach will help you remove the blockers that stand in the way between you and that wisdom, that. So that is where I've been putting more responsibility on my own clients, my own Thrive Together members, in them seeing that that wisdom, it exists inside of them. And my only main job in the service that I'm providing to them is to help my clients navigate the in-between our calls. Not when they're on a call with me or not when we're doing a workshop inside Drive Together, but instead to hold that space for them, mirror back to them and then to enable them to ask themselves better questions, to go deeper into what is true for them and past the limiting stories that they may have been telling themselves or holding to be true so that they can magnetize the life and the business that they want. That is ultimately my role in our coaching relationship. And because I'm allowing myself to put more responsibility on them being in charge of their own transformation. I am seeing the results that they are getting be so much deeper and richer. And it's a joy. It's a joy. And it's a joy that I'm also experiencing the benefits of that too. So the last thing is something that actually, as I was writing it down, it made me really emotional. And that is that I love my life. Although this has been a fucking hard year, I am so grateful for my life. And this is because I've realized, although it's been a hard year, I'm living it, I'm, I'm awake, I'm engaged, I'm taking aware action and I'm making conscious choices, not ones that are on default that come from a place of fear and insecurity. I am genuinely, deeply so grateful for the adversity that I've faced this year because it has helped me to see what I am capable of. Emotions that I used to run away from, emotions that quite honestly I dreaded because I genuinely thought I wouldn't be able to cope. I now see that not only can I cope, but I can use my experiences to help me rise and so can you, to help me thrive and so can you. When we don't hide, when we don't numb out from big emotions, good or bad by the way, it means that everything is more colourful, more vivid and yes, it will mean that you feel the negative experiences and emotions but you will be 100% in your own life, which then means that the negative experiences that you have, they're there because you're showing up, not because you're running away and hiding from them, which <laughs> that creates a negative experience in itself, doesn't it? The thing is here, I'm not standing on the sidelines of my own life. 
And I hope that you can see that for yourself too. I'm not looking at other people's lives wishing that was me. I'm not looking at social media with the feeling of FOMO. I realise now that I create and I co-create with forces that are so much bigger than me with full trust that actually I can cope. And coping doesn't mean force or stoicism. Instead, it looks more like grace and embodied power softening gently in a powerful way. (laughs) And I've started to see this ethic that I've cultivated within myself, this grace and this leaning into surrender and wisdom, your own inner wisdom. I've seen this now come out in my clients so much more too, because it all has meaning. I don't necessarily, what I'm not saying here is everything happens for a reason. I don't feel like that's an empowering statement for me or for you. I don't feel like everything happens for a reason necessarily pays justice to the events that happen in life and in business that just aren't nice and not fair. But I do think that it all has meaning, all of it, the good and the bad. And so although this year has has genuinely been the hardest year of my life, It's had the drama and the adversity and the heartbreak and all of the things. But I see now that I am in the magic of applying my own client's experience to myself. And so even in those external events, I still get to thrive. I still get to fully show up for the successes and the failures and the ups and the downs and the highs and the lows inviting those experiences rather than living day to day trying to stop them from happening it means that you're gonna be there for the times that you just want to dig a hole in the ground and you're going to be available for the times when you just want to shine really brightly that because we all experience that We all experience those times when we just want to hide away from the world and we all experience those times where we feel like we're absolutely smashing life and being present in those moments and feeling grateful for your life and for the ups and the downs, the challenges and the adversity and the wins and the progress that you've made and the you that you have become more of, they are the moments to be truly celebrated. And for me, they're the lessons that I then get the opportunity to inject into my programs, into my membership, into my one-to-one client's experience of coaching. And yes, I'm proud. Yes, I celebrate myself. And I hope that you are too. I hope that you are listening to this episode, being able to see not just one side of the coin, but both sides of the coin. I hope that you take a moment throughout this festive period to celebrate yourself. And instead of looking into 2022, from a position of lack or what you didn't do or how you didn't show up or scarcity or any of those things, I hope that this episode empowers you from me sharing my own experiences. I hope that this empowers you to move into 2022 with intention and with all of the areas, the good and the bad, like I said earlier, when you're thriving, when your self-worth and acceptance is not conditional based on how well you did or how hard you tried or how much you earned or any external factor, then you get to decide that you are valuable just because you are. Then you get to decide that you get to thrive just because you do, just because you exist. And so what I know to be true about 2021 for me and probably for you too, is it's so much less about how you show up out there and so much more about how you show up in here, in your inner world. That's what matters. So with that, I hope this episode has served you. I am wishing you the very best 
for the festive period and the new year. I am grateful for you being here and I can't wait to see and speak to more of you in 2022. I hope you have a good one and I hope that you never forget that I am always cheering you on and I hope that you are cheering you on too. Thank you for being here with me today all the way to the end. My goal is to get this podcast into the ear holes of everyone who would benefit from hearing it. So I have a request for you. Please could you share this episode by clicking the share link and sending it to a friend, a colleague and for bonus points, leave me a review on iTunes or tag me over on Instagram. If you want to contact me, the best place to find me is over on Instagram or you can just mail me direct on contact at tlb.org.uk. All the links are in the show notes. So until the next episode, have an intentional day. I am cheering you on.